Hello everybody and welcome back to the Japanaholic Podcast. Podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by a certified Japanaholic. I am your host, Taylor Fry. And today is the first Wednesday of a brand new month of December. The very last month of this terrible, terrible year of 2020. And with that, as always, every first Wednesday of every month, I do... Some top news of uh, of the month, at least, uh, for anime and the anime community as well. I do have <clears throat> I have a lot to talk about. Well, I that's kind of a lie. I had a lot to talk about, but I've decided to narrow it down because, of course, I don't like making these podcast episodes longer than a half hour. Because of the fact that, uh, well, unless it's with somebody else, that's completely fine. Um, if I have a guest on, I would like to do it like at least an hour or something like that. Not so much a half hour. Um, but when I'm by myself, like I always am, I like to keep things at least a half an hour. Or no long, no longer than a half an hour. But usually these episodes take a little bit of time. So it may go over the half hour mark depending on at... The news that I'm going to be talking about. There are there is some good, there are some really, really great news articles that I want to talk about. And a lot of them I had to toss to the side. And I could possibly talk about them another day, of course. Um, but there is just there is so much news for the for the month of November that I just had to like narrow it down to I think six, yeah, six articles that you know pertain to anime and stuff like that trust me doing this is not easy okay when you go through uh anime news network and look at all the the news and stuff like that i could do one episode of news every single day if i if i want to <laughs> um but i've narrowed it down to about six articles technically seven but one of them is but one of them kind of is the same thing i guess you'll say um i'll get to that in a few in a few moments uh, these first two articles here are actually anime announcements or um, kind of like more details about some animes and stuff like that. Um, the only reason why I'm going to be talking about these two and not like some of the other ones um, is because of their names. They're, they're translated English names. You know, Bunny Girl Senpai, you know the, that title, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai? Yeah, these two, the, like the titles I'm about to name off uh, are getting an anime. And one of them recently got confirmed, and I'm about to talk about that one here in a second. And another one just got like a PV trailer that I kind of want to talk about here. But this first one here that I want to talk about, I don't... <laughs> there's weird names for English titles. I think this one will almost be in the top 20, depending on, you know, your opinion on this. The title is, quote, I was kicked out of the hero's party because I wasn't a true companion, so I decided to have a slow life at the frontier. End quote, anime confirmed. I, pff, what is with these light novel, light novel titles? Okay, it obviously is based off a light novel, and all we have so far is that this was uh, confirmed to get an anime adaptation. No other information just quite yet, so I'm assuming this will be a late 2021 um show um however one that is going to be coming out in the spring 2021 not the upcoming season but the season after winter 2021 which is loaded with animes that that 
Oh, it's loaded. It's loaded, let me tell you. But Spring 2021 also has quite some good animes that are going to be adaptated. Like this one here that I'm going to be talking about here. This, um, this light novel, obviously, is titled I Shave My Beard that I picked up a high school girl. Um, I've been reading this for quite some time. I've actually been reading the manga. I don't read the light novel because, uh, I don't know why. I'm just not much of a light novel reader as much as I am a manga reader. Um, but late, but just as of recently, they, uh, released a, a trailer for this. Um, and for how deep the story goes, the animation looks completely different from what I expected. But I'm not saying it's bad. I, I, I'm not saying it's absolutely terrible or whatever. In fact, I kind of think it's pretty cool. You know, pretty unique as well. Um, they also released like some of the seiyus as well. Um, and the main female protagonist seiyu is going to be voiced by Kana Ichinose. Uh, and I kind of know, I kind of know her. That's the th I kind of know her. So, yeah. Uh, but Project Number 9 Studios is going to be, uh, a adaptating this. And they're not really too well known. So, this is probably going to be their biggest, I think, one of their biggest animes to be adaptated, I think. Uh, but that is debuting in April 2021. However, one that I just could not, not talk about. Okay is Eurocamp. We gotta go for it for two weeks in a row. I have to talk about this series because two things have came out recently and oh my god. These two big things, like these two are the biggest news to come out for Eurocamp. If you know me, okay, if you saw the last week's episode, you know that I absolutely love Eurocamp to death. If you want to know why, go check out the uh, the weeb reviews of uh, Laid Back Camp which was the episode before this episode that you're listening to. But the first thing that came out for uh, Season 2 of Eurocamp was that it was it's going to be premiering on January 7th, which, let me look at the date, that is a Thursday. I also saw that Don Don Biorti as well, this is like a little out of uh, topic here, Don Don Biorti, which was another anime that I was looking forward to for Winter 2021, is uh, going to be premiering just three days after this. So Thursdays and Sundays? Thursdays and Sundays. Maybe Monday. I think it may be Sunday. Yeah, it's got to be Sunday. So Thursdays and Sundays are going to be the, the biggest cup days for me. And... <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Sunday. Alright, I just had to make double check. But... For Eurocamp, it's, uh, the second season is going to start broadcasting uh, January 7th at 11 p.m. Uh, Japan time. Uh, God. <laughs> now I'm just, like, tempted to buy, because, like, I could do this, buy a Japanese television subscription or whatever, and either watch it on Tokyo MX, BS11, Sun TV, or KBS Koizo. One of the two. Or even... Or even Yamanashi Broadcasting System. Who knows? I kind of think... I could pick one of the others. I could pick one of them. Okay. Um, but... Even though Season 2 got its release date confirmed when it came to, like, the day that it's airing and the day of the leak that's airing, which was a great thing for me, this... Okay, technically this was released... This article was released on the 1st, 
but I just could not. I could not. I had to break the rules here for just, for, I mean, just, just hold on. Just hold your horses for just a moment. It's technically still November. It was technically still November when this article was published, okay? Because it was published midnight my time, which I live in the Eastern time zone. So technically it was still November in California. So calm down. <laughs> but I just had to talk about this. I had to. Eurocamp is getting not one but two VR games and they're going to be released in the West on PlayStation 4, the Nintendo Switch, iPhones, Androids, and on Steam with tech support, subtitle supports for English, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, and French. Oh, Hell, yes. <laughs> oh, they, um, uh, hold on, give me a second. Uh, Gemdrops, okay, uh, is the developer for these two games, okay? Um, and they released some PVs or some trailers of a rough, of a rough build. Not even alpha. I don't think it's alpha. Probably beta. I think it said beta. It either said alpha or beta, but I think it also said... I can't remember, but it's not the final build, of course. But they released a promo video for it. Oh my god, is it absolutely beautiful. Okay? You'll be able to... For right now, of course, they think they may add some more later. You'll be able to go to uh, Lake Motosu, uh, which I believe is the first campsite that was shown on uh, Eurocamp's... Um, if I remember correctly, I mean, it's the one where you first meet Nadesco, and yeah, it's that one. And then you also got, a Fumoto campsite, which I, f I can't remember where that's at. I can't remember, like, where, uh, in the series. It may either be the second one or the third. I could be wrong. I won't, I'm gonna say it's the second one, but, like, my brain went completely numb trying to think of that. <laughs> but... To think, I I kind of wanted something like this several months ago. I posted this on Twitter. I want to find the tweet so badly. I want to find the tweet. But I was like, I would pay, I would like pay it like thousands of dollars to develop, for somebody to develop a VR game for, for Eurocamp. Because, dude, this is perfect. So this is, this is what I need. Um, Yeah, and if you're wondering if your VR headset can support it. Uh, it'll be supported by the PlayStation VR, of course, Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, and Switch VR kit. The only downside is that I have a mixed reality headset, and uh, it doesn't say whether or not it'll support it or not. Um, Christmas is around the corner, so maybe I'll get lucky and get a Rift S. God, I almost said Rift X, but that's not right. Rift S. Uh, because it's cheap and it supports Steam VR as well. Um, I already have a VR headset, uh, and I can only do like so much. I thankfully can play Beat Saber and go on Google Earth, of course, which is what I usually tend to do. Uh, I, I try to play some other games and stuff like that, but the issue is just, you know, when you have a mixed reality headset, it's not as good, I guess you'll say, with tracking um, that it is with like a rift or with a vibe. So, um, 
yeah, I'm probably going to be getting an Oculus Rift here. HTC Vive is just too expensive. I know it, like a lot of people recommend getting a Vive instead of a Rift, but for for money purposes, I'm going to go with the Oculus Rift, of course. Um, and if you think that is the last of the VR news, you are wrong because there's another series getting um getting a uh, a VR game. Actually, as of as of this getting uploaded. It's out right now. Okay. It is the Takachi-san series. The teasing master, Takachi-san. Actually, it's getting an anime expansion VR game. Okay. Uh, Kayak, uh, I believe is the... I believe it's the... Um, yeah, the developer. Uh, recently released... Uh, the Takachi Sad uh, first semester uh, game back in May, May 21st, of course, uh, compatible with the Rift S, Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, uh, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it looks like it'll be getting a, um, looks like it'll be getting an expansion uh, as of right now, as, you know, if you're watching this, it probably has the expansion right now, but um, I don't, I think it supports English as well, if I remember correctly, but I could be wrong. Um, but this mode right here, um, announced that, uh, it will have four new scenes and a free mode after players clear the main story. So if you want to get teased a lot, well, you got more of it with Takashi said with another expansion for Takachi Sun's VR thing. Alright. Now I do have a couple I have a couple more articles I want to talk about here. Okay. Um these last three all pertain to mangas. Or at least for the most part mangas. There's one of them that really doesn't have to do all with mangas, but yeah. Um one of them is ending. And I'm gonna be talking about this series that is ending um, it's a series that I find underrated, um, but also at the same time, very, I don't know, like a lot of people don't like the ending to the light novels, but if you, but the Hegedai series, the I Don't Have Many Friends series, Bokuwa Tomodachi Ga Sukanai, as the Japanese <clears throat> pronunciation is. Um, it's light novel ended way back yonder. Um, but the manga has had its own, um, the manga's had its own, I think, if I remember correctly, the light novel and the manga have two completely different stories because the original, the original story was very bad in the manga, uh, the manga artist or whatever just didn't like it. I can't remember. I could be wrong. I may be thinking of a different series completely. Um, but the manga is only going to have 19 volumes, because once this 19th volume is released, it is done. The manga entered its climax in the 18th, uh, volume, which was released just last year. Uh, the volume also revealed that the series would end on its 20th volume. Actually, excuse me, it's not the 19th, it's 20th. Excuse me. Um, 
I was reading, I read ahead, and I thought it I thought it was going to end on the 19th volume, but instead there's one more volume after the 19th volume. Um, I love this series, and I wish it got a season 3. And, man. I have to read up on it, of course. So, I'll keep an eye out for... I mean, 7Cs Entertainment's releasing the manga in English. Um, so thankfully, I'll be able to be able to read it because seven seas um if if you aren't familiar with the licensing companies or whatever for mangas uh seven seas entertainment uh has a ton i mean a ton of mangas that are completely like under the radar and underrated as hell and they release them all in english um they they also they also I'll give one example. They have the the Demon Girl next door. They they are rele they were releasing that in English. There's a lot more I could talk about as well, but Seven Seas Entertainment um is really good for distri uh, for distributing mangas in English and stuff like that. So, I recommend kind of looking up what they got in their catalog. Maybe you maybe you'll find something that interests you or maybe something you like is actually being Released in English by Seven Seas Entertainment. I like them. Okay, they're pretty good. Um, and they use and they always come out with like new and exciting titles almost every other week or every month. I can't exactly remember. They usually they have like this big Twitter post at like the end of the month or whatever where they always give off like subtitles that you know. Um, or worth checking out and some new ones that are coming, you know, into their grasp. Um, but for those who aren't familiar with the Hanging Eye series that's currently ending, um, I'm thinking about doing a review on it sometime soon because it is a series I think is truly one of the under, like, underrated classics. Um, it, but then again, there's just some, some flaws in it that really turns a lot of people away, and I understand that. But uh, for those who want to get into this series, I can describe it uh, with the synopsis that Seven Seas gave it. Starting with a recent high school transfer student, uh, Kodaka is uh, not really good at making friends. Let me just say that much. <laughs> He's an outcast. With his natural blonde hair, uh, which he inherited from his deceased uh, English mother, um, and his unpleasant uh, face, basically, um... Yeah, he's a big outcast. However, when he meets the brash loner uh, Yozura, who typically chats with her imaginary friend, can't be me, right? <laughs> the two outsiders become the unlikeliest of allies, and then they form a group called the Neighbors Club, which is a club that makes friends, and it all goes uphill from there. That's a big question mark, depending on your... <laughs> I don't know. It's hilarious. It's funny. I recommend reading it. I recommend checking it out. That's just my opinion. Um, uh, I guess this one here that I'm going to talk about here kind of has to do a lot with mangas because it is Comic Market 99 or Comic Cat. Uh, for those who do not know what Comic Cat is, there's probably a few people that don't know. And don't get me wrong, I don't blame I don't blame you if you aren't that. I mean that I mean like bold that into anime because you know if you just watch anime you probably you know if you don't watch if you don't watch slice of life anime shows you probably won't 
know what Comic Con is, but I'm pretty sure at least 98 or 99% of uh, otakus know what Comic Con is. It's probably one of the biggest events held in Japan, uh, not just for cosplayers or for otakus, but for mangakas or people who write stories. Um, whether they be dojinshis or whether they be um, light novels or anything else that's fan-made, I think that's what dojinshis is, just to be just to be honest. Um, but the the event always has around like 100,000, 200,000 people attending every single day. It's a couple, it's like a few day long event. It's kind of like Comic-Con here in the U.S., um, but it's incredibly, it's way bigger <laughs> than a comic con. Um, but because of COVID-19, they've, uh, had to, I don't think they've delayed it, but because it says that, um, the event is slated for early May, May 2nd through the 5th. Um, but of course, thanks to COVID and, you know, it's, you know, restrictions attendance won't be in the hundreds of thousands instead it'll just be down to like 10,000 maybe 20,000 um the um it looks like the way that people will be able to go to Cat 99 is through a lottery so if people are wanting to go they have to like put in their um you know they have to put in like their names and stuff like that, and as well as not only that, they gotta have they gotta wear mask, and if they don't wear mask, they'll kick you out. Um, so it's um, yeah, the comic cat that was supposed to be for this year, which was twenty twenty comic uh, comic cat ninety eight, was canceled because of COVID. Um, but. Uh, it looks like this one's going to take place next year. Comic Cat 99. Um, hopefully everything goes, you know, goes back to normal by the time Comic Cat 100 hits. Because that is a pretty special, that would be a pretty special event. Alright, Comic Cat 100, that's got to be special. Um, but we are, we are in the last month of, uh, 2020. Which means I have to end off with talking about some top mangas of this year. Okay. Um, we got to talk about some top selling mangas. Let's talk about manga series in general that have sold a ton of copies. Okay. You probably know what's going to be number one. But let's go over... The top five. Okay. Now the estimated sales here that I'm going to be talking about here aren't exact numbers. Obviously as recording, as of recording this and as of publishing this, numbers could spike up because of the fact people can buy these series because they're big. All right. So we're going to be talking about some top manga series for 2020. In first place, by a huge margin... And to the surprise of no one, Kimetsu no Yaiba, with a whopping 
82,400,000 estimated sales for the mangas. And this is just for the entire series by itself. This is not by a single volume. This is just by itself. Kimetsu no Yaiba with 82 million sales. In second place is Kingdom with 8,250,000 sales. That is a holy hell big of a margin between first and second. That just goes to show you how Kimetsu no Yaiba is like viewed not just in America or in the West but in Japan 82 million 82 million compared to second place 8 million third place is one piece with 7 million 700,000 sales Hayaku is fourth with 7 million 213,000 and in fifth place is Jujutsu Kaishin with 6,700,000 sales. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that Kimetsu no Yaiba is this big. I mean, the entire, like, half of the news that I wanted to talk about was going to be something about Kimetsu no Yaiba, but I would have been, like, beating a dead horse. Okay. Kimetsu no Yaiba's, like, movie. It's like number two, like all time film in Japan. And I believe in like worldwide, it's like in the top 10 or something like that. It's like it beat the Titanic um, in terms of uh, how much money it made um, and how successful it is, of course. This movie, this anime movie, is bigger than the Titanic movie. Everybody's heard of the Titanic movie. Everybody's, not everybody, but like most people have seen the Titanic movie. The fact that an anime movie beat it. Saying how much anime's grown in the past decade. If you were to go back 10 years, 10, maybe 15 years, and tell an otaku at the time that in the year of 2020, there will be a series that will beat the Titanic in terms of how it's, you know, how how popular it is. That Otaku would have told you to get the fuck out of here. You're lying. You're lying. But Kimetsu no Yaiba beat the Titanic. I'm speechless. I'm like truly speechless with that. Okay. Like, am I a big fan of Kimetsu no Yaiba? Not really. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, I haven't seen the series. I mean, don't get me wrong, okay? Just because I don't watch it doesn't mean, like, I hate it. I I love the animations. I love, you know, the characters and all that sort of stuff. Although, you know, they may not be my... It's just not my cup of tea. Just don't feel like watching it, you know? And plus, I have a ton of other series that, you know, I still have to watch. Okay? Will I get to it at some point? I mean, probably, yeah. Because it is a big series, you know? There's got to be a reason why everybody loves this series. 82 million people. 82, well, not people, but 82 million sales. 82 million times that this manga was bought at a store online somewhere. Okay? For the entire... This may be for the entire... Nah, this ain't for the entire year. This is just for, like, in general. That'd be crazy if... Eight, that'd just be crazy. Hold on. 
Hold on, let me let me take the number here that's on the website. Let me divide it by the year because, like, for some reason, I I, <laughs> I don't think it would be possible to get that much. It could be, it could be, uh, three sixty five. Estimated 225,000 sales per day. Yeah, I don't think that happens. I mean, I know that series is big and popular, but that's a lot of sales. That's a lot of sales for this series. It could happen. I could see it, but at the same time, yeah. <laughs> but just in general, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, that is just, I, I gotta say this again, that is just a big ass gap between first and second. 82 million to 8 million. My God, like that is a huge gap. <laughs> now, like second to third place is only, only uh five hundred thousand. It's only five hundred thousand split. Yeah, it's every every single from second on to fifth, uh from or excuse me, second to third is separated by five hundred thousand, and then third through fourth is separated by five hundred thousand, and then fourth through fifth is also separated by five hundred thousand. But first to second is separated by seventy freaking million, little over. Actually, a little under 70 million. Excuse me. Insane. Insane. Um, I do have a couple more episodes planned for this uh, for this year. I do plan on going, just keep going one a week, of course, even during the holiday season. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, maybe I'll take a break. I don't freaking know. It depends on, it depends on situations and stuff like that. But truly, okay. If I had, so this may be the last episode you'll probably listen to for this series. I, I doubt it because I'll have three more episodes coming out this month. But I have to end this episode of the top anime news. Because this is the last top anime news of 2020. So I have to end it on a high note, I guess. Um, But yeah, Demon Slayer. Holy moly. That's a ton of sales. <laughs> and I expect it to get just even more bigger by the end of 2021 of course um yeah but like i said like i said earlier half the news that i wanted to talk about today had to deal with kimetsu no yaiba um so and there also is like some vtuber news as well that i could get into like the fact that um hololive and ichisaji have opened their doors for some new and auditions and stuff like that. Uh, Hololive is making it... Uh, Hololive has their V-Seekers. Okay. V-Seeker English. Uh, so they're putting uh, singers into um, Hololive English. Uh, it's not confirmed to be the second generation of Hololive English. I doubt it will be because of the fact that it's completely different. It's V, it's like, it's literally VTuber Idol uh, English. So I'm assuming it won't be the, technically the, it's technically the second generation of Hololive English. But at the same time, it's not labeled it that way because they're all going to be singers and not so much like uh, typical streamers. Um, as well as Niji Sanji has opened their doors for uh, mainly English speaking people. For their first round, uh, for their first generation, excuse me, of English-speaking talents. Um, as well as, like, there's a ton of other VTubers that have been debuted and stuff like that. There's just so much news that I had, that I could have talked about today. But I had to narrow it down to what I've already talked about because of the fact that it was such a busy, 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 busy 
busy month for news. And I expect it to be just as busy for this for this month just because of the fact that this is the last we're adding the home stretch of anime episodes. Got a couple more episodes left for the series that are currently airing. So you know by the end of the ser- uh, the seasons, we're going to be getting a ton of uh, announcements of new seasons and stuff like that. And of course, I could have talked about a couple of them that were already announced uh, for not this season, but uh, just a couple seasons ago. Like Inspector, I think that's what it was, gets a season two. Uh, that was announced. Uh, but a lot of people already know that. I don't try to talk about news that everybody's already talked about or have all have already seen and stuff like that. I try to go for some that are under the radar and try to get some that like may seem interesting. Uh, that's just how I kind of do these episodes. Um, I try. I I really like. I do try to fit in like a mixture of big, big anime news and just a mixture of like, oh, this is interesting news, even if it isn't like. The biggest. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool that, you know, Kimetsu no Yaiba beat Kingdom in sales by 70 million sales. Okay. Um, so, just keep that in mind when going into 2021's episode of Top Anime News, if you only listen to these things. Because these are quite, these episodes are quite popular. Just saying. But I think that'll do it for me on this week's episode of the Japanaholic Podcast. If you would like... To send me anything, whether it be questions, comments, concerns, uh, stories, something else I can't think of, hit up the email, japanholicpc at gmail.com. Follow the Twitter account at the Japanholic1. Uh, definitely look look forward to the next couple of weeks of the podcast as well as the new year that will be coming around here just in just a very, very short couple of weeks. But I will be back same time next week to do it all over again. But for now, thank you all so much for tuning into this podcast episode. I've been Taylor Fry, the certified Japanaholic. Signing off. Good night.